City. This is Brian. This is Andrew. Welcome to a Saturday edition. What do we have? Three, well, no, two last week and yep. then one today. Yep. So we're kind of off schedule, but we're committed to getting back on track. It's episode nine. Yep. So we did... Uh, Almost double digits. Hell yeah. And then we did like a full hour, like a full day of work. Yeah. Talking. Exactly. So that was a clip from uh, the great show, Maury. God bless. How long has Maury been on? A long time. God, I think he's been in, on since at least I was like in like middle school, it seemed like. And he's married to Connie Chung, right? Yeah, I think he's, yep. I think they're still married. <clears throat> and I think he's been doing the same shows ever since, like, as long as I can remember about, uh, like, who's the who's baby are daddy. Not the father. Yeah. <clears throat> and this one was a clip from, like, their husbands are, like, really controlling and stuff like that, and, like, this guy was, you know, talking about how he makes his wife cook him dinner every night and do all this other type of stuff. And he's I was, real, I'm like, if he's that controlling, why would he even let her on this show? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you guys think they, well, you it's know? like Jerry Springer and all that shit. It's like, why would you go ahead and do something embarrassing? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but it, like that episode, yeah, about like being controlling. And then when this guy walked out, like there's like four other guys out there and they're all like, you know, giving like bro hugs. Yeah. Like, they're like, like you kill that bitch. You're a shovelist asshole too. Give yeah. me a hug. And everybody's like booing at him, and they're like, shut up. Yeah, they're like, I'll tell this bitch what to do. And they're like, you don't even need to. Yeah, and he's like, they're they slapping their chest, like come up and yeah. fight me because nobody's gonna go up there once they got the security guard. Right. Yeah. Exactly. He's never gonna get through to him. Like at the end of that episode, <clears throat> like they take their wives. I guess some of these guys probably beat their wives, and they like put them like in a body bag and make it look like they died and they got beat to death and all the guys were like so they do that on the Maury stage they, this was like something they must have filmed like like it wasn't it was a oh, okay. playback so it must have like happened like I think it was like in their hotel rooms like <clears throat> they were kind of setting them up like oh man you know they could die if like somebody beats them and all this type so of stuff so they were saying that they beat them or they just like is it more like just like verbal I think it was more just like them seeing them like with bruises on their face and, like, in a body bag and stuff was supposed to, like, be a wake-up call to them. And I'm like, oh. these guys are, like, such dicks. Why don't you think that just push them over the edge to, like, just knock the shit out of them even more? Like, yeah. you make me look like shit! And, like, just punch them in the head. But luckily I haven't got a call to be on Maury yet. So yeah. I don't let most of them make calls that I don't know about. Yeah, that's it. My husband, Brian, needs to tell Yeah, that's a... I don't know. Yeah, you got to think that they sign waivers and all that stuff and they know they're going to look like an asshole. you think that they'd have to pay them something. Yeah. Well, along that line, I, you and me kind of email each other ideas for the show, and sometimes we you know, try to find content. I guess if anybody does have a cool article, you can email us at SaveOurCityPodcast at Yahoo.com, 
and you know we read your article online. But Brian and I, we send each other links to interesting stories that we want to talk about on the show. And I sent you one this week, and it's the title. This is out of a 1950s newspaper. It says 1950s men agree misbehaving women should be spanked. So it looks like it's kind of a, like a man on the street article where they interview people. And you want to read the one? Of yeah. We'll read, take turns reading. Yeah. Each other reading one. Okay. Um, so this first one is Miguel Santos. He's from Brooklyn. Um, so yeah, they're asking like, should women be spanked? And this guy uh, hears his quote: Why not? If they don't know how to behave by the time they're adults, they should be treated like children and spanked. They ought to make them grow up in a hurry. <clears throat> if it doesn't, or if it doesn't at first, they'll soon get the idea. <laughs> So yeah, you'll find that there's a there's a common theme in these uh, this article here. Yeah. The next guy is Frank Disaretto. This is also he's a Brooklyn barber. Yes, when they deserve it. As a barber, I have got a lot of faith in the hairbrush. I think there are certain cases when it's advisable. When it is, there's no reason why you shouldn't go right ahead and do it. I can't knock the idea. In my business, a man sets a lot of store by the results he gets with a hairbrush, properly applied. So Sounds like he might use a hairbrush to like, yeah. <laughs> to, like, knock the, his wife around. Or shove bit. it up his ass. I don't know what he's into. <laughs> no kidding. Um, so the third guy here, so, so so far we're two for two on these women should be getting yeah, spanked. <laughs> so here's a third guy, and if you can guess, we're going to be three for three. So he says, you bet it teaches them who's boss. A lot of women tend to forget this is a man's world, and a lot of men who step down at as boss of the family, wish they had. Think he might help get back some of the respect they lost. <laughs> that was Teddy. What's up, yeah, Teddy? That was Teddy. You're the parking lot attendant. And then William Davis is a Brooklyn toy factory owner. Yes, most of them have it coming anyway. If they don't, it'll remind them how well off they are. I subscribe to this theory that an ounce of prevention is a pound of cure. So... That was four for four, unanimous. So, you know, those guys probably get home and say stuff like, Gatorade, bitch. <laughs> so that was in line with kind of your guy from Maury. I guess yeah. this, this might be, maybe Teddy's his grandfather. Well, it just makes me, like, I like the one guy, he's like, it's a man's role, and the women need to know that this is just the way it is. Like, well, the last guy I read is kind of like, yeah, you know, if they have a come and spank him, but also <laughs> they hit him just to remind him how yeah. good that they have. Right. So... <laughs> Well, like, I was, when I read this idea. article, it's like, this would never happen today. Well, yeah, like, just could you even Like, even if you were a guy that said, yeah, like, I should be able to beat my wife or spank my wife if she's been naughty or whatever, like, I don't think you would be stupid enough to say it and get it published in the paper. Like, just the outcry that people would just be like, what a dick this guy is. I bet these guys are all like, that, especially that barber, I bet he had that hanging up, like, in his fucking barber shop. Like, people are high-fiving him, like, yeah. all proud of that, uh, his comments. Like, just the way that times have changed, you know, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, he's probably like, this guy was published. Where'd yeah. he go, Frank? Yeah. You're probably real proud of it. Well, that's like... Obviously, things have changed a lot over time, because I heard, like, a <clears throat> interview with uh, that Joe Flack, who plays quarterback for the Ravens, and he had a kid la- just a little while ago, I think, and they asked him, like, how many diapers have you changed? He's like, only two. Yeah. And I'm like, how could he only change two diapers? Like, I think you're probably the same as I am, like, where you've changed tons of... Di- like, I don't even know how many diapers I've changed because you've changed so many. I'm like, how did yeah. this guy only change two? I know he's like an NFL quarterback. But how many has his wife changed? How many has the nanny changed? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know? 
I'm just like I just I was just like I just found that hard to believe. Like my grandma, when I talked to her, she's always saying like my grandpa like they have three kids. Like she's like he never changed one diaper like his entire life. I don't life. think my dad's changed many. You know, I was tell I came in and I was telling him how I didn't get a lot of sleep because Ruby was up at three. He's like, yeah, your mom dealt with all that. Shit. Like <laughs> and I was like, wow, you know. She, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think my dad changed a lot of diapers. That's what he said, but. Sometimes he'll change Natalie's diaper and it's like on backwards and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, so are you? Uh, I don't know how our diapers are put on, but I think you must have changed them. Well, it's kind of like you appreciate the the effort, you know? It's right. Like, I put it on backwards. It's the same, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like at least it's uh, at least I wasn't, you know, or at least Natalie or my kids aren't sitting in a crappy diaper because he doesn't. I don't think he really changes those diapers. Like that's my mom. Does. Yeah. He's never by himself with them, so. I think he'll, like, take those easy ones to change. That's how my dad is, too. And he'd rather, I think he'd take uh, Evelyn, you know, who's my 10-year-old. Uh, he'd take her one-on-one. That's no problem. But having Ruby by herself, that's a little scary right. to him. Yeah. So. Well, I think my dad will change, like, that one pee diaper of Natalie will have him. Like, he'll talk about that for, like, a month. Yeah, I changed your diaper. You know, that's oh, God. Care of. Hell, yeah. And my mom's like, I have four shit diapers I changed that your dad would not look at. President, the shoebox was just like an index car, and they were like, ah, let's change the alley's diaper that time. <laughs> Don't, we're good for a while. Yeah. Well, last week we played uh, the rant from Bo Pelini, right? Yeah, yeah, the Nebraska football coach. And it was, uh, a lot of people told us they had trouble hearing it, and it was kind of, the mic was turned down, and there was kind of low talking in it. Right. So it was hard to hear. So I went through, and I... Uh, try to find a transcript of it, which wasn't easy to find. But on, in the meantime, of doing that. So I'll read this, and then I want to play something for you, being a Cubs fan. And this is just uh, some, some audio. I don't think we'll have any trouble hearing this. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty one. clear what he's saying. Yeah, this is a press conference after a, a loss of a game. Saying that this, this was before the press a, conference. A Cubs loss? I don't, <coughs> I don't think that's even possible. Maybe this will get you on the Cardinals side or something. <laughs> so here's a... Here's a brief thing. The, the, and then refresh our memory again on that, Brian. So the, the team for Nebraska, that Nebraska coach, was they, losing. Yeah, they were losing. They were down big at halftime. And it sounded like a lot of their fans and students left. And Nebraska ends up coming back, and they won the game. And I think he's talking to, like, the – Like a, another coach or – Yeah, he's like talking to, like – It sounds like he's talking to, like, a radio announcer that does a play-by-play, but this is all, like, off-air. Right. And like, like the not, mics are turned out because at the end of the thing, you could hear them turn it right. up to start the interview. Right. So it said, it took everything in my power not to say, fuck you, fans. Fuck all of you. Fuck them. <laughs> what a bunch of fucking fair-weather fucking – they can all kiss my fucking ass out the fucking door because the day's fucking coming now. We'll see what they do when I'm fucking gone. I'm so fucking pissed off. So that was the highlights of... Well, there's like a... So obviously, like, I'm not a Nebraska fan. I don't want to, like, give them any credit, but I guess, like, they have, like, the longest, like, sellout streak, like, in the nation, like, since, like, the 60s or 70s. So him saying they're, like, a fair-weather fan... Like, a lot of people are real pissed off. They're, like, th- like they're the definition of, like, whatever a non-fairweather fan is. Like, they're, they sell out, like, all their games yeah. since, like, the 60s. So, they're, like, so a lot of people were pissed that he was, like, calling them, like, fairweather fans. Yeah. They're, like, they're, like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Like, we sold out every game, you know, like, 200-some consecutive, and they're just, like, what the fuck does this guy know? Like, which yeah. is kind of stupid for him to say that, but. Well, and, you know, it's probably just. Motions run high. A lot of those yeah. guys are intense. And like you said, that 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 is pretty shitty to have such a 
a consistent record of being good fans. You know, there's yeah. a lot of fair weather fans out there, but when you have that good thing, it's uh, well, and you know, and they're like every fan or every coach is like, we have the best fans in America and all this stuff, and like, obviously not everybody's like even Iowa fans. I'm like, we don't, they don't sell out every football game. Like, if they're not doing that great, like last weekend they didn't sell out the game, so it's like. It's, it's really rare to have really diehard fans. Yeah. I think it's well known who has diehard fans. I mean, even if you're not in that city, you know which, you know, Cardinals right. fans are pretty good. I think Cubs Well, like fans the Packers fans, yeah. like they always, Packers like fans. even if they're terrible, like it, they're there. Yeah. Some of you Nebraska fans. Not like USC or like one of those. Yeah. Programs where you know. In, yeah. Uh, California too. You just, yeah, all right, I'll go to yeah. the fucking beach. Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't, to, I don't need to sit here and watch this shit. Yeah. So. And it's cheaper and, yeah. So when I was looking... I was really looking, and I came across this article. We quote Deadspin a lot on this. Uh, Deadspin, retweet our show, goddammit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, we got to email him, like, a fucking link. We got to make a recording. We got to get a recording to somebody. Get our asses on here. So it says, Bo Pelini's rant isn't even close to the best coach rant of all time. Okay, so manager Lee Ella ran about the Cubs turn is 30. It's a 30-year. Do you know that? Do you remember that, Coach? Leo, that's probably mm-hmm. before our time, too. Um, this must have been right when you were born. So, Brian just turned the big 3-0. So. Yeah. I think I want to change the focus of the podcast to more, like, political, <laughs> more, like, about governing laws and stuff. Smart. Yeah. Smart. We're going to get this shit on NPR. Yeah. Fart, dick and fart jokes no longer make me laugh. Cup five minutes dick and fart jokes max. <laughs> yeah. So... No, I don't. I never heard of that. <laughs> I've never heard of that guy before. But okay, well, good. So this is, I guess, I this is. I think I've heard this on Howard Stern before. This is a a rant that uh, there was no, you know, YouTube in the day. There was no tweeting. There was no any of that stuff. So I guess apparently somebody did have a tape recorder at this press conference after a game. It was after a loss. And the great thing about this is this guy knew there was cameras. He knew this shit was being recorded, and he was pretty. So let's just play this now. I'd like to get your thoughts as well. I'll tell you one fucking thing. I hope we get fucking hotter than shit just to stuff it up them 3,000 fucking people that show up every fucking day. (laughs) Because if they're the real Chicago fucking fans, they can kiss my fucking ass right downtown and print it. (laughs) They're really, really behind you around here. My fucking ass. <laughs> what the fuck am I supposed to do? Go out there and let my fucking players get destroyed every day and be quiet about it for the fucking nickel nine people to show up? The motherfuckers don't even work. That's why they're at the fucking game. They only go out and get a fucking job and find out what it's like to go out there and a fucking living. Eighty-five percent of the fucking world's working. The other fifteen come out here. <laughs> so not only is he. Insulting all the coach fans, he's insulting the three thousand that come watch a day game. They don't have a fucking job. Yeah, the actual people are making a sacrifice. So we'll play some more of this. But have you, you know, have you ever heard that? Before? No. And I like that's so what we listen to like fifty seconds. He's at least dropped about fifty f bombs. Yeah. About that statement. I didn't but, keep a tally, but this we should call this episode when men were men because we this yeah. was back in the day. You don't see no somebody be everything's so politically correct yeah. now. Like I know last. It's kind of a beautiful thing to yeah. hear this. Well, like last year, uh, Kirk Ferentz, like after his press conference, he was talking to a reporter and he said fuck about, like, he's like, you're always here asking these fucking questions. Yeah. And it was like the biggest thing in the world, like they were freaking out. Like he said one F-bomb. And uh, they act like it was just the end of the world by him saying that. 
Um, the fucking playground for the cocksuckers. Rip them, motherfuckers. Rip them fucking cocksuckers like the fucking players. Got guys busting their fucking ass and them fucking people too. And that's the gun? My fucking ass. <laughs> they talk about the great fucking support that the players get around here. I haven't seen it this fucking yet. <laughs> the name of the game is hit the ball, catch the ball, and get the fucking job done. Right now, we have more losses than we have wins. The fucking changes that have happened in the cup organization are multifold. All right, they don't show because we're 5 and 14. And unfortunately, that's the criteria of them dumb 15 motherfucking percent that come out of the day baseball. The other 85% are earning a living. It'll take more than a 5 and 13 or 5 and 14 to destroy the makeup of this club. I guarantee you that. There's some fucking pros out there that want to fucking play this game. So I still don't remember that. Last but yeah, you're right. Like somebody slips up and says "fuck" once, they're apologizing yeah. in national news. But I feel like this used to be the norm. That's the good thing about sports athletes. I feel like they're icons, kind of like they're in their celebrity status, but mm-hmm. they also aren't so like in. They're not so conditioned to kiss everybody's ass. Like, don't ever offend anybody. Don't even if you don't like somebody, you don't want to offend them. You might have to work with them. I feel like these athletes, they actually have an ability that. They don't so much have to kiss somebody's ass. It's like, you know, I'm a great player, and if you don't like it, fuck you, or I'm a great coach. So you, But nothing like this. This is 30 years old, yeah. and I'd love to see mm. something like this. I love cocksucker. I, like, I just love when people say That's that. That's a great swear. I think it's my favorite as an adult. Yeah. I don't know. It just makes me laugh. Just, I don't know. <laughs> the people saying cocksucker, it's just like, well, there was like, and I don't have the link to it, but there was a clip with like Bill Belichick, like the way it is today. Somebody was asking like, if one of the players was going to be ready to play, and he's like, he was inactive. I guess he's yeah, like, they were like, so, uh, what was, you know, was he close? He's like, he was inactive. Like, he just would say that one freaking he word. He said it like five times. Yeah, and then he's like, he's like, do you want me to put a percentage on it? He's like, I don't know how to do that. He's like, he was inactive, he wasn't, he couldn't play. Yeah. And the guy's like, well, we get that. And like, he just was, and he's he that just, trying to prod him. Yeah. And he just wouldn't give him shit. I wish he would have, you know, said something like this. But you're stuck in a fucking stigma of the fucking Dodgers and the Phillies and the Cardinals and all that cheap shit. All these motherfucking editorials about the city and fucking uh, the Phillyitis and all that shit. It's sickening. It's unbelievable. It really is. It's a disheartening fucking situation we're in right now. Five and 14 doesn't negate all that work. Yeah, that guy was bad. Yeah. He doesn't say shit really compared to this guy. 
I'm curious to like what their end record was for uh, that season. Yeah, like how shitty they ended up being. Cause he, kept, he kept saying like, "We have the talent. We we can do it." And then, well, it's how the fucking Cubs are every year. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. We have to look that up. So it's 1983, April 29th. Yeah, I have to look it up. Okay, we're back. I had to pause it for just a quick minute. Had technical difficulties, but through the wonder of technology, we've been here the yeah. whole time for all you. All you save our city heads out there. Have you have you noticed I've been tweeting? I did see. We're losing tweet. the fan of day. I think. <laughs> I did. That's uh, a good way to do it. I did see something real funny. I don't know if you saw this. It was uh, something about Breaking Bad. Um, you know how they have all those memes of stuff. Have you seen that or memes or I don't know what to call. This one was what is it? Breaking Bad. Oh, where they have the pictures yeah, or whatever. Yeah, go read that out loud. It's got a uh, picture of Keanu Reeves as oh, Bill and Ted or... Sorry, that's something. Yeah, from Bill and Ted. So at the top it says, what if at the end of Breaking Bad... Oops. How do you get that thing to go down? Oh, wait, sorry. They drop Walt into the into witness protection, and that's the start of Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good one. And then I got one more we kind of have... Um, Big fans of Kenny Powers here yeah. at the Save Our City podcast from, uh, what's the show, Eastbound and Down. Yep, which is starting up. I was really excited, Megan, canceled four. HBO, and then I was like, well, fuck, we've had I think it for this time. Yeah, Eastbound and Down starting. I was like, the worst possible time to, so. Yeah, I didn't see this one. Yo, Internet, watch me retire gracefully from the world of professional sports. And by gracefully, I mean by making it rain all over April's big-ass titties. <laughs> <laughs> then there's a hand-drawn picture of a, some titties. Why not? Right. And raining on it. So Breaking Bad. Should we talk about it or? Yeah. Do you? We want, well, we got some. It? We got some negative feedback. But yeah, what do you want to ask those? You want to? I guess we should well, talk I'll about. Well, I'll tell you that one. Yeah. Whatever you have on. We don't really. We can talk about what we want to here. Okay. Brian. This is well, men or men. When, the men are men. We want to talk about. So, anyways, so I'll give you an update where I'm at. So I'm halfway through <clears throat> season four. There's gonna be spoilers in here. You know, if you're further than I am, then, you know, you won't yeah, be a game. Obviously, rehashing stuff, you already know. But um, they just bought that car wash. To launder money. To launder money. And Skyler and Walt. And uh, and then Walt bought his son that Charger, that Dodge Charger or something. Challenger. Challenger, okay. And uh, <clears throat> she was freaking out at him because she's like, you're a teacher and how could you afford this? Well, how the why would people how would people think they afforded that car wash is what I keep thinking. But don't they allude to that it's his gambling? Yeah. Right? So why wouldn't they just say this car is yeah, thing? That's right. Like, some of that just kind of made me laugh. But so it's getting, the show's getting really good. I like the end of season three where uh, you're in a love season four where they capture or they kidnap Walt and he's like uh, he's like don't kill me don't kill me or whatever and he's like I'll I'll tell you where Jesse is and he calls Jesse and he's like you need to kill that uh, was it Gail. Isn't that the baddest thing? And, yeah, and then... Uh, if you think your job's hard... Those guys pull a gun on him. I just like how Walt, like, flipped, and he's like, you're not going to kill me. He's like, you're going to need me. Yeah. He's like, you want to call your boss. He's like, things have changed. It's, <clears throat> it's amazing the transformation of that character. He's very meek. And the cool thing about how you watched it is you got to see... And I feel like that's the coolest thing with technology today with your Netflix. And I think I've... I let you have my password and use my Netflix before. And the movies are really just okay on there. Some older movies you've probably already seen, but they're okay to watch again. I showed um, 
There's a lot of good Adam Sandler when he was still really funny, not the yeah. bullshit he does now. Not grown-ups. Grown-ups <laughs> or anything. I, you know, it's fun to show my, you know, my kids that type of stuff. But uh, the TV shows are tremendous on there. And it's, you could binge watch those shows, and that is the, I think that's the I think they, thing. I think people have wanted that for years, and people thought, you know, uh, we're not going to do that. You know the dude that uh, I Love Lucy, Ricky, you know that guy? Right. They were saying it's so funny, he's a minority, they thought, you know, he just this, he came to this country, didn't know shit. He made syndication. They used to just film that show live, and they're like, he's like, well, can I have the oh, really? tapes? I'm like, yeah, you fucking idiot, take these tapes, and, well, hey, we can play those again, and, make, right. and that's well, like where your money, if you're an actor, you make bad. Yeah. Well, like, <clears throat> we're saying, like, uh, a lot of people don't watch, they won't watch the TV series when it's, like, currently on, they just wait until they're all, you know, the seasons or the series over, and then they'll just watch it, like, on, like, Netflix or something, mm-hmm. so they just can watch all of them at once, so they don't have to, like, wait, because, like, some of these episodes that I've watched, like, that season ender at season three, it's like, I couldn't imagine having to wait, like, six months or however long, you know, for that next one to pick up, like, with this, you know, I wait, like, two seconds for the next one to load, and I just can watch it. The only thing about that, that fucks up your sleep something yeah. awful. Yeah, I was up until, like, one in the morning last night watching. <laughs> Say my name. Eisenberg. You're goddamn right. <laughs> uh, but, um, I don't know if you have anything else to talk about. What I wanted to say is I like, so, Skyler finds out that Walt is uh, making meth or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> she ends up having an affair with that Ted. And I like how... What did you... Hold on, what? She had an... <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to ask you about. So she gets home, and her son's there, and a friend of his is over, and Walt is cooking dinner, and she comes up and says that to him. She goes, I fucked Ted. Yeah. What would you do, like... You know, he just didn't say shit. He, if she just goes down, sits at the table, and I'm like, what a fucking way to... Like, most women would be like, I'm having an affair. Yeah. Just saying that, like, I fucked like just well, I don't like, like the that. language first of all. Yeah. That's rude. You know, that's you had intimate relations with Ted? I would say Bitch. <laughs> Bitch. That's, I'd be pretty mad to say the least. I think I might have to go dig another hole in the desert or yeah. put a put another barrel out there. Yeah, to uh, me I'm like, that's just the way she said that to him, I was like, Man, that'd just rip your nuts right off. But yeah, that's uh that's bad. I don't know. I mean Oh I'll have a bitch <laughs> I don't know. It's uh I feel bad for like the, or I was listening to an interview with uh, that Aaron Paul. He plays Jesse. <clears throat> and you might have known this, but I guess. Yo, 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 biatch. At the end, of, they were going to actually have his character die at the end of season one, I guess. They were saying, but like, <clears throat> the back and forth with him and Walt, and like, obviously people like him. So, like, that's why he obviously is still in the show. He, he's, uh. But they were going to, like, kill him off, I guess, at the end of season one. My my parents are real into Breaking Bad, and they've kind of they've gotten into cooler shows as they got older. You know, like I told my mom about Sons of Anarchy, and then I like you know I forgot that I watched it, and she caught up on Sopranos and all these shows. And these shows are pretty gritty. And my parents are in their early sixties, and they love them. my dad's favorite is Jesse. That's his really? that Jesse and the attorney on there. So he likes to fly so, balls, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's a great actor. I don't think he's really been in stuff. Um, I listen to a lot of these podcasts. And you know, Jesse's got those two friends. He's got the big guy, and then he's got that skinny guy, the other guy. Badger. Badger and whatever. And uh, (laughs) one of the podcasts listened to the guy said he was out doing, um, 
auditions for commercials or something. And the other guy, not the big guy, but the small guy, Badger mm-hmm. and whatever the other Yeah, guy I don't know what that guy's name is. He's like, he's, Peter. he's like, yeah, he's like, hey, he's like, hey, he's like, hey, he's like, this is like one of the only shows that was, so he was really starstruck. And the guy's like, yeah, he's like, I, he's like, I'm on, he's like, I just moved to California. He's like, I've been, he's like, I was just living out in New Mexico. Like, I had another job, and I was just, like, going to be an extra on stuff. And he's like, this is the, he's like, I didn't know shit. So the first like, job yeah, that he's got. like, oh, he's like, so yeah, the guy was like, oh, yeah, shitty road ahead of you out here in Hollywood. Right. It's not going to be that yeah, easy. Right off the bat. Well, like, where uh, Jesse starts getting clean or whatever. Yeah. And he's getting mad because he's, like, having to pay taxes because he's laundering his money or whatever. He's like, I'm a criminal, yo. He's like, <laughs> so he's like, wants to steal that meth and have those two guys. But anyway, he goes to that rehab and that badger and that other guy go and they're like, yeah, man. They're like, uh, they're like, yeah, man, you know, that blue stuff. He's like, I'm real addicted to it, that badger. And the other guy's like, yeah. He's like, the bad news is it's back in town. And they're like, they're like talking about it at that. Like a sales pitch. Yeah, for, like they're trying for to AA. So they're like, yeah, dude. They're like, that blue stuff, man. He's like, oh, man, it was so great. He's like, the greatest thing in the world. He's like, it's gone now, though. And that one guy's like, man, that's a shame of me. He's like, it's back. He's like, <laughs> and you see this one guy who's like, obviously, like, still really struggling. He's like, looking at him, like, like, and he's kind of picking at his arm and stuff. And you guys can tell. That's a smart, it's a, like, there's a lot of brilliant ideas in that show. Like, yeah. You see, like, the brilliant thing like, of how to be a criminal. Because at first I was like, what? Like, they're going to read? Like, they're just, and then all of a sudden they pan to Jesse and he has a big ass grin on his face. Like, he's doing it. Yeah, <laughs> but it's been a, it's really been a great show. I don't think I'll be done by finale this Sunday. I don't yeah, think I'm really hustling to, to get them done. I got. Hopefully, the next time we do a podcast, we'll I'll be we'll both be done. Yeah, and then we can talk about we we will the be, finale. I think we'll be for sure because we won't have another one this Thursday. We'll have one next. Uh, I, don't I don't know. Yeah, next week. So, but uh, you know, I wanted to, we talked about those uh, obituaries. Yeah, Big Titty Wanda. Big Titty Wanda. Sweet Melinda. Name of... Uh, Wasn't her personality. That was pretty... <laughs> name of our last podcast, in which uh, I had to change bitch to be like asterisk, but, or uh, not bitch, but Big Titty. That I had to change the... It, the I, it wouldn't go up on Facebook. But my man, that's Javier, a that's a bad put all... Maybe I'll have to ask I guess some of his customers do like have a thing like... Yeah, I have... Some of them do, I guess. Like fuck or something. might have like a yeah, different yeah. letter in there or something like that. Or it's like F U K or like he uses a lot of slang. Yeah, you gotta get up with the slang. I do. I'm not pop. I'm not hit business or something like that. Maybe that would let it it let it go on. I wasn't. I wasn't doing it. But uh, I think we get. I think I got another one. I have to look in a minute. But um, so this obituary. This guy has, I guess, you know, loving normal obituary, loving father, husband, big-hearted, open to everyone. And like their show, somebody just I guess tweeted or sent out a picture of this thing. This guy's name was Thurman. Thurman was a loving husband and father with a big heart, open to everyone. He has a passion for cars, motorcycles, entertaining family and friends, hunting, fishing, and remodeling. His motto: "Accomplish what you can today, because tomorrow ain't promised." He stayed busy. He leaves to chair. He leaves. He leaves to cherish his memories, his wife, children, and grandkids. A host of backstabbing motherfuckers that still owe him money. <laughs> <laughs> so you can put that in the newspaper, but you can't put bitch on Facebook. You cannot put bitch on Facebook. <laughs> That's, uh... <laughs> I guess I got... You're just getting the point straight across there. Yeah, I mean, you're getting down to brass taxes, what you're doing there with that. 
checked out. So. Well, that's probably like because you know they like usually like that obituary was saying the viewing is and stuff. So I'm, that's probably like a subliminal message like don't come to the viewing unless yeah. you're like in good standing with uh, come. I luckily I haven't had to do many viewings or whatever, but I think people are probably always worried like who's gonna come like I mean, people I don't like. So right. I guess that right there is just gonna eliminate like people, anybody who probably was. If you're one of those backstabbing motherfuckers, stay out. Uh, so get the hell out of here. So do you want to talk about the app? Yeah, the app, do. It's not really an app of the week, but it's uh, anybody who has an Apple iPhone, they just did an iOS 7 update. So they kind of just redid the whole entire, like, the way the system looks, like all new software and stuff like that. So It's pretty cool. I, it's pretty... Uh, have you seen it? Yeah, Much my or, wife has an iPhone. Yeah. So uh, I read all about it, and I was kind of anxious to, like, come home and update it because she normally isn't into that. She doesn't care, but I was... Uh, what I saw, it just uh, it sounds like those updates happen every so often, but that that one looks pretty dramatic. Yeah, this one was like a huge update. Like, yeah, <clears throat> I've had my phone for a couple of years, and I think there was one other update, and that's maybe like two years ago or something. It was nothing as huge as this one is, but so you know, of course, whenever they do that, people are there's things that they like and don't like or whatever. So this is more of a cautionary tale on that update. So <clears throat> there was a kind of some phony looking or official looking ads but they end up being phony and they were on like Facebook and Twitter and they were saying that the new software upgrade on the iOS 7 made the phones waterproof basically the way that it, it would say that there was a smart switch in the phone that would shut off the water or the shut off the power supply and any other court uh, components to prevent the damage on the iPhone so people must have saw this ad and actually thought that it worked. So they put their phone in water. Uh, no, it still fried the phone. Yeah, it fried the phone. Your phone was comp- people's phones were <clears throat> messed up, and people were going like online, like on Twitter, like saying like, "Oh, I, I tried that, and the waterproofing doesn't work." And people were like, "What a fucking moron! Like, why would you think that that?" Works? Yeah, I mean, you just got to think. Water and electronics just do not no. mix. I mean, this is common sense that we've known forever. You know, I, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but whenever I was in school, I worked at Nextel, and I worked at uh, then Sprint and bought Nextel. I worked there, but there we had a repair section. And so many people just, oh yeah, you know, it's, they got water. Well, yeah, your phone's done. You know, it's just and they act pissed off when you say. Yeah, you know, this is not something we can repair. It's not something that's covered, but it's just well, uh, common sense. The phone that I have, I dropped it in the toilet. Yeah. I don't know if I did I tell you about uh, this before, but once I went out to, like, dinner or something, I had to go to the bathroom. So I put my, I took my phone out of my pocket, and I set it on top. I'm going to take a shit. Yeah. Just, so I set it on top of, like, the, you know, the tank of the toilet or yeah. whatever. So I set it there, and the thing just fucking slid right into the fucking uh, toilet. And I was like, shit, so luckily, like, there wasn't anything in the, yeah. There's water in there, but there wasn't, like, pits and shit from right. somebody else. So I put my hand in there, like, right away, and I get it. Like, it seriously wasn't in there for more than, like, five seconds, probably. Yeah. <clears throat> Fucker was done for. Like, it kind of worked for a few seconds afterwards. I was, like, messing with it. I was like, oh, thank God. It looks like it didn't get in. Yeah. So I was on the screen, started flickering and shit, and then all of a sudden it was just off. I couldn't even turn it on anymore. I tried putting rice in the thing because, like, yeah. I did that. Well, with the iPhones, I think that works if you can take the battery, like, out yeah. of your phone. With these, you can't. So luckily, my brother-in-law worked at Verizon, and I was able to like. Otherwise, I would have to buy a new phone yeah. at that cost because, like you said, they can't fix it. Yeah. Like, it's fucking. So what he might have do for it, just get your replacement? Yeah. Well, actually, he he had the same exact iPhone that I had, and he just trades his in. Oh. So I like was able to get that one for like a hundred bucks oh, compared to like four hundred. Yeah, I remember you told me that. <laughs> I think these. Yeah, like, the cost on them is like five hundred bucks on yeah. both the phones. Like what you get it for retail, 
it was the contract is like they're they're not even making money on it, but yeah. they want you to have the service. My wife dropped yeah. hers in the tub, and I guess she got it out real quick. But she pulled the back, and luckily, like it's, I don't think the ringer works anymore. But I mean, that's the small Who price cares? to yeah. pay. But yeah, they it's uh yeah. He said that like <clears throat> at least Verizon, like they make no money selling iPhones. Like they they just do it because that's what people want. Like a lot of people just want. So you get customers, yeah, yeah. And the guys they make money like off of the accessories and all that type of shit. But Yahoo had an <clears throat> article, man, maybe six months ago. And they, there's a company that makes a thing. Rice is the old like the thing I guess. Yeah, rice draws yeah. that. That well, it works for some yeah. It draws more moisture. Like you, right. said, you take the back off, take the battery off. There's a company that makes a box, and I guess it's something for the military, and it will like it even is guaranteed. And I guess that's what makes them famous is that it's guaranteed to work on an iPhone. You buy this thing, it's twenty bucks, and you just keep it at your house as an emergency kit, and you put it in this box, and it's like sealed. I guess it was something that they used for the military, and it will make your iPhone start working. Not a bad really? investment. I mean, it's kind twenty of a, bucks is better than a lot of people probably wouldn't think to do it because like oh well I'll just do it, but if, if you bought that and you just say, I thought it was a genius uh, right. idea. But uh, so if anybody out there has an iPhone, don't try to put don't, it. In, don't put it in water just for fun to see if this thing works because it's gonna fuck up your phone. Uh, and I knew I had a Javier. Do you mind doing another uh, Javier reading this week? Do it. He uh, the Rams played the 49ers terribly uh, Thursday night. Yeah, I got and, a question for you about that. Okay, too, yeah, we can go. And it's. It's been like 10 years they've had just been awful, and uh, their quarterbacks haven't been good. Sam Bradford they thought would be really good at the uh, Heisman Trophy winner. And right. Had a good rookie year. Yeah, he had a decent year, and you know, but uh, he didn't look very good uh, Thursday night, and the Rams just looked disappointed. I mean, they were playing the 49ers, but it was bad. But uh, I moved from Cedar Rap- to Cedar Rapids from St. Louis. I have a lot of – it's kind of interesting to see a lot of – Facebook people, guys I know, they're commenting on Cardinals games, Blues games, uh, Rams games. And these are two separate ones. Can you start with this bottom one? This is Thursday night during the game. Okay. And uh, it's frustrating being a Rams fan. It's got to be like being a Cubs fan. Probably worse than that. (laughs) Okay. I'm about ready to throw in the towel and fuck these Rams, man. This shit hurt hurt and swear to y'all. God, that whack-ass nigga Bradford ain't shit. <clears throat> That's why they give him five or five and ten-yard passing plays. He ain't shit. And the fucking running back ain't no steal. No, wait, no better. Sell the fucking team at... <laughs> this is what I had a question about. Sell the fucking team and let's start over with an NBA team. Pussy-ass team. <laughs> yeah, I'm in my feelings, X. And then the one above. One above goes, Let's go forty niners, kill these bums. Please hurt Bradford so we can make so we can get a new QB. That dude look like he's already scared shitless. Okay, and then can you hit the comments? I sorry I got one uh this he made one more really this uh somebody gave him thumbs down or something really and oh. So the okay. So man, I'm tired of this shit. Dog we ain't been shit since the Super Bowl. Fuck this, I ain't I've been hating Bradford bitch ass since I've seen him in McDonald's his rookie year. He looks scared <laughs> McDonald's, so he ain't ready for the league. I bet you he won't have jobs after the Rams. Nobody will pick him up. I bet you'll ask any money. Now, the Rams have no threat at all. <clears throat> the running back was better better come behind Jackson. Man, fuck team. <laughs> fuck team. I was going to ask you about what the Rams, like, they keep talking about the, a team going to L.A., and they talk about the Jaguars, but then I've heard before they're talking about the Rams. Like, 
what do you think would happen to St. Louis if the Rams left? You know, I don't, they, they haven't, you know, their fans are pretty fair weather. You know, they would be great whenever they had that year, a couple of years where they went to the Super Bowl. Oh, great show with Kurt Warner, and uh, then they really haven't been shit. And it was the, before that, it was like a good eight years before they were good. And it's, they haven't had good teams there. They haven't had, they just haven't been good. So I could see them leaving. The the dome is up. There's supposed to be a clause in that contract. I don't know if it's with the NFL or with the team or with the city. And they, so they need their dome, which makes me feel old. I saw it being built and brand new, and it's like one of the oldest in the league now. And they say, well, you know, we got to do this. The big thing is one of the Rams' owners is Walmart money. Fucking oh, loads of right. money. I mean, that's his hobby. You know, he, I think he owns the Blues, too. He just, that's his deal. Uh, so there's money there, and I don't know. It's just, I don't, it's really a frustrating thing. I could see them leaving and. I don't know, it'd be fucked up for the Rams to leave L.A., go St. Louis, yeah. go back to L.A. I, I wanted to ask your opinion about, they keep talking about this team in England. You know, like we're going to play yeah. so many games, and have you heard that? And uh, Chris Long, how is boy? He said, like, that's fucking insane. He's like, you can't ask somebody to do that. And it's just the logistics of that. Right. And I like the people. I like, because I think the Rams are playing a game a year over there, or they were going to. I know, like, like, like this week, the Vikings and Steelers play over there. <clears throat> And I, I don't know if the Rams, they might play, because they're playing two games over there this year, they said, so there's another couple teams, so yeah. maybe the Rams and somebody else going over there. But to me, it's like, because the NFL just wants to expand the band, the brand. That's all it is. Yeah. And I'm like, Do well, Mexico, do Canada, but you can't do... I'm like, football, especially the NFL, that's just like, I mean, that's just America. Like, to me, I'm like, you don't see like the, like, you know, over in England and stuff, like, they say they don't, like, whenever they do these NFL games there, like, nobody gives a shit, because it's all about soccer over there. Like, yeah. why even try to, like, put yourself, like, I'd be like if some soccer team from England came over here, like, people wouldn't give a shit. Like, I wouldn't give a shit. I'd be like, I don't like soccer that much. So, and, and that's the thing. Is like, you, why force it down people's throat? They they said that the NFL does well in Canada, and they do well in Mexico. Like, I guess. I can see, like, Mexico City or something, like, you know, like a big city there. Our population is changing to be Hispanic so much so that right. you have that. I mean, that's a natural, that makes sense to do that. Well, whenever they play a game over in England now, the teams always get, like, a bye week the game after because, like you said, the travel and stuff yeah. over there, like, it just fucks everybody up so bad. So how would you have that in the league? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I don't think that'll ever happen. Because they then they were saying, because the people were talking about that, and they were like, well, they would have maybe, they'd have, that, like, three or four teams, like, almost like a separate league over there. So then they would just be traveling around that country. But I'm like, that's just, then I mean, what's the point? Why would they be in the NFL? You know what I say to all this? Thing. I hope we get fucking hotter than shit. <laughs> uh, so, so, but for St. Louis, I mean, it's so like a sports team. What's the rank? A Cardinal? Like Cardinal, are the Cardinal Town Cardinal Town favorite? Um, then like the Rams or the Blues are second. What do you like? Blues? They, you know, I think they can see like thirty thousand in there, so they have a pretty good. Uh, people that are Blues fans are Blues fans. They have a good following. It's not a lot, but like they sell out a lot because it's a smaller stadium. They have a good following. Blues is Blues are a good. Uh, Hockey team, they 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 have the record for making the. They haven't had a Stanley Cup, and I don't think I don't know if they ever really even have yeah. one. They've had the record for going to the playoffs the most times. They always get in the playoffs. They're good. They have a good fight. And the Rams, it's just it's been a lot of frustration, and it's you know it's it's hard to go from so good. Yeah. You know, I I envy teams as a Rams fan that just would go 500 because it's like at least you win games. I mean, just years. You know, it's like I, I used to always like Detroit because that would be a good game, Rams versus Detroit. <laughs> now Detroit's a good team, and you know, you just wish some of that shit would finally get our day. Right. So I don't know. I hope we just get fucking hotter than shit 
and just ram it up these. Well, they won a, they've won one game already this year. Yeah, they right? have. And, uh, so it's early. Yeah. You can't tell shit, but well, I mean, it's not five and fourteen or whatever. They'll get that. They'll get higher. It's, it's <laughs> not off to a good start. Well, well yeah, that's why I was thinking it was more of a Cardinals town, but you brought up uh, Jacksonville going to L.A. Yeah, and I I saw an article there. Well, it sounds better to me like the L.A. Jaguars. Like that sounds like a good team name. I hope right? somebody else goes. L.A. Rams. Like there's no Rams in L.A. No. Not like there's probably any in St. Louis either. But like the Jaguars, you know, there's like the car, isn't there a car, like a Jaguar car? Like it's, Jaguar sounds like it'd be like an L.A. or like, like a flashy type of a changing thing. from Jaguar to Cougars. I'm sure there's a lot of Cougars out there. Yeah, like yeah. L.A. Or it has to be like something with fake tits or porn. Like <laughs> yeah. The LA fake tits. Yeah, did you hear about that chick that said she got AIDS from doing porn? No, no, I think I did. Oh, I well, saw where they shut down the porn industry. Yeah, because like really pissed well, me this, off for this, a few days. This girl came out and she said that like she's the one that had it, mm-hmm. and they said, "Well, what happened?" Oh, this guy was bleeding out of his dick. She saw blood come out of his dick before they even started filming. And she didn't think like Two there was condoms there, but she didn't think to have him use it. Oh, I was like, uh, it "Should be a red flag, honey." Maybe she's trying to be like Magic Johnson, like this will make me the most famous. I am, yeah, I'm the. Magic I did see Johnson. where like they had to shut down for a while because somebody was po- so yeah, like had a positive test, yeah. so they had to like. Which, <clears throat> yeah, I, mean, I, I guess that's the risk with that job. But, yeah, if I saw somebody bleeding, like a guy, your, yeah, it's yeah. like hey, that might not be good. So are we ready to film this? Yeah, or, uh, I'm getting dry over here. Getting dry. So the the Jacksonville Jaguars, their tennis is down, so they're given. Uh, two free drinks. So, so if you buy a ticket to a game, you can have, you have two, two free, free drinks. For, yeah, so that's pretty good. That's probably at least $20 value. That's really good. Yeah. Those and then you could have soda for kids or whatever, at, or pop. Fuck you. Yeah. But, Whenever my parents would get free drink tickets to anything, like they would just fucking snap that, snap well, it up and take it as a beer, and then like my sister and I would be sharing like a little water or something like that. That's a good that. business decision. Yeah. Those beers are more valuable than the, the soda. I remember when I was a kid, we went on like on a tour of like, Miller Brewery or one of those yeah. things and like you get like each person gets so many well we were kids but we still got like three pop samples my mom and dad just fucking swiped them from us and they got like four beer samples each Jesus well, fucking drunks I, I thought you know I read the headline I thought it would be like free beer all game that would be like for an interesting yeah. game you get everybody tanked up there uh, my dad told me like in the 70s he lived in LA he said that there was a 10 cent beer night at the Dodger games and uh there was no limit on that. That was no two beers. And he said if people were just getting tanked, and he said they would slide down, like, the right field wall and <laughs> run to the left field wall. And he said at first the security guards were chasing them. This was during play. And he said people were so drunk they were, like, helping strangers, pulling them on the left field, and they like just get away. And he said after, after one point there would be so many people jumping down and running into the, uh, to the other left field wall. He said that... Uh, the guards just kind of like sat back with their arms crossed and were just like, ah, fuck it. He said they wound up having to call the game because somebody threw uh, firecrackers in the opposing oh. team's dugout. Oh, shit. <laughs> somebody was thinking, like, I'm going to need, okay, got my wallet, my yeah. keys, uh, firecrackers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting cherry bombs on the toilet later. But I asked my dad, oh. I said, well, how many, like, were you jumping out there? Oh, no, I, you know, he gave me the old... I, I barely got to have any just because there were so many people buying beers. So I don't know if I'm yeah. that or not. But he said, like, people were taking a dollar. That's what I was going to say. Years, you take 50 cents and you're, you yeah, know, you're, got you're five waiting. beers right there. So, That'd know. be pretty. 
well, like, especially, obviously, that you said in the 70s. Out there now, man, there's, like, somebody recently that just got stabbed, too, out, like, in a Dodger. Yeah. Uh, Giants game. I'm like, Jesus. People I want to go to a, yeah, that's not that's doing much crazy. for the, in the, the sports industry out there. Uh, no, not at all. That's not a good way to, I mean, 10 cent beer, that's really good. Like, a lot of places, like, 8.50 or something like that. Yeah. And you know that, uh. We talked about when we went we went to the Rams games together. I found that I had that ticket stub. Oh, do you right? I like to usually keep all the ticket stubs of different games that I've gone to or whatever. Put it in your put it I in your like diary. A, yeah, <laughs> but I found or actually I had it downstairs. And I like after and most of them are always Iowa games, of course. But I'll just put a ticket in there after I go to the game or whatever. Yeah. But Natalie dumped it out and I was looking through them today and like that was one on. Yeah. What year? Was it? That was like two thousand. I think it was like two thousand three. Okay. And I just. Because it had like a Bengals logo on there. Because Drew's like, some girl at school must have wore something with that. He's like, a girl at school has that. Or something like that. And then, of course, or my she father just her mom's like a slut and dressing her in tiger stripes. Yeah. To to school already. And one last thing about men being men. I wanted to, I forgot oh, to tell you this earlier, but. <clears throat> so, uh, I was getting Drew dressed yesterday morning. And I, he still wears his pull ups at night. So, he had an accident. Like a man. Yeah. Like a, yeah, when men were men, they just we don't their get up to go pee. So I'll take it. You know, he's four, so you, so I took it off and I went and put it in the diaper genie. Came back in there. Drew's laying on the bed naked, like a man, like a man. Yep. And he had like I said his clothes out and stuff. He had a sock over his dick. <laughs> Did he have it like on his? Yeah. And he's like, look at daddy. And I'm like, right there. And then and there's another time where I've taken him out of the bath or whatever, and he'll like use his dick as a hook for the towel. And he's like hanging it there. And I'm like, this is stuff that I've never done in front of him. Like nobody's ever done this. I'm like, this is just something guys know. Like, yeah, it's instinct. So you know, usually when you see a kid do something, you're like, their parents, he saw yeah. that somewhere. Like his parents taught him that. Or he had, you know, he had to think of that himself. Both of those things he thought of himself, and I'm like, that's a man right there. Like, that is that's funny. So somebody out there is like, you know, oh, if all the parents out there just wouldn't do something in front of their kids, the kids would never know to do it. I'm like, these kids fucking think of themselves. I I think of that all the time with my. It's like some of the stuff you just the instinct to be a fucking animal. It's like you're. I I hear just roll down my eye when I saw him do that. As Joe Rogan says, savage. Just it just made me laugh so hard. I'm like, like, you know, I try not to laugh. I don't want to encourage him, but it was. Funny well, I'm glad you said that I got a perfect outro song for us, whatever, you know, just with this theme of being a man. But I, I kind of want to switch gears here and talk about, this is going to be a cross between, uh, this is a, a while ago, I want to say like six months ago, there was a sorority, and the head of this sorority sent out this note to all the members about, they, she didn't like the way they were behaving at the events, and they weren't making it look fun, bad or something, making the sorority look bad. And uh, I saw this thing, and this went viral. And like you know, you could read the note, read the letter online. Somebody sent it out, and you could see it. It's all over the place. But the best was uh, Morgan Freeman is reading this, so this is pretty funny uh, audio. And uh, you haven't heard this yet. No, so I, I thought this might be a good thing to play. And maybe we just talk about it. it's kind of long, but we just get it started here. But this is an actual letter. He's reading the, the text of this is so, so the head somebody, of the sorority, somebody sent this out. The head of the sorority sent this to all the other girls saying in seriousness saying, you know, this is she's a little happy with how things are going. So Delta Grandma, is that what it says? Delta Gamma. If you just yeah. open this like I told you to, 
tie yourself down to whatever chair you're sitting in. Because this email is going to be a rough fucking ride. <laughs> For those of you that have your head stuck under rocks, which apparently is the majority of this chapter, we have been fucking up in terms of nighttime events and general social interactions with Sigma Nu. I've been getting texts on texts about people literally being so fucking awkward and so fucking boring. If you're reading this right now and saying to yourself, but OMG, Rebecca, I've been having so much fun with my sisters this week. Then punch yourself in the face right now. And I don't have to fucking find you on campus to do it myself. I do not give a flying fuck. Sigma Nu does not give a flying fuck about how much you fucking love to talk to your sisters. You have 361 days out of the fucking year to talk to sisters. And this week is not, I fucking repeat, not one of them. Nope. So... Doesn't Morgan Freeman, he can read anything. Yeah, it good. sounds... It I'm waiting for Annie Dufresne to pop into this one. <laughs> that, that is like that. She's going to be like, one of my sisters called uh, a, a mile of shit. We should read. Brian and I worked at uh, <laughs> at a grocery store together, as we talked about in an earlier episode. And when we... Brian uh, got promoted to the video department, I was still pushing those fucking carts out there. But we... Uh, I had an old video recorder that you could. Did we talk about this? Sorry, no. I don't think so. You could uh, if you. There's a, on VHS tapes. Even if you buy a uh, like a commercial copy of a movie, there you could you tape over. There's a box at the top of a square box for all you old folks out yeah. there. Know what we're talking about? A VHS. A VHS tape. There's a, and when you put it, there's a box on the top, not the the. If you put, it like flipped open where the film was yeah. actually at, and then you could cover that with a piece of tape. And that would allow you to record over like any audio, uh, any, right? Well, anything you could you could record video or audio. You okay. could turn you could turn a, a tape you bought into a tape you can record on if you just cover it. It's a personal tape. Um, so anyhow, we we Brian was working in the video department and we rented. What did we rent? It was, it was like Friday, not Friday the Thirteenth. Friday. Uh, uh, Friday. Uh, no. Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't know which. One. I think it was the first one. So it was one of those first couple. I had an old VCR that you could go back and dub if you mess something up. So we just covered that thing up and we dubbed our own lines into to Friday the third or Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. and then we put it back. And the idea was that Brian would get the feedback on what. So we put a song from South Park and their Uncle, Uncle Fuckers. Fuckers, yeah. And then uh, we played a tape of uh, somebody saying I, we could, we were looping the line of somebody saying they're trying to touch my cock yeah. over and again so we played that and then we played another South Park song at the end of this well unfortunately Econo Foods went out of business and they sold all the VHS and they sold all the VHS tapes but I'm having and I don't know if we could do it now with DVDs or anything but it'd be great to to do that same prank to uh, man we were hoping Shawshank. like somebody would come in and be like I watched this movie and <laughs> You know, like, what's going on with it? But awesome. nobody ever. Yeah, nobody. Well, then it nobody probably ever rented it. Well, fuck, it was like already twenty years old. Probably by the time we rented yeah. it. Yeah. So. But that, this would be a great gag to do. It might be at somebody's. You know. Oh, I, I want to think it's at somebody's. I hope, I hope it is too. And they're like, look at this copy of yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. Or whenever they get like really drunk, they just play this tape. They're just like, you know, they're just like, who would do such a thing? Like, like, oh, that was a great prank. What a bunch of dick. We were really thinking on that. But. Yeah. But yeah, that would be great if like we that could go funny. back and do this to a copy of Shawshank. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's play a little bit more here. 
Who's flash, you stupid cocks? Flats don't like boring sororities. Always. Double fucking news flash. No, is not going to want to hang out with us if we fucking suck. Which, by the way, in case you're an idiot, I need it spelled out for you. We fucking suck so far. This also applies to you little shits that have talked openly about post-gaming at a different frat in front of Sigma Nu Brothers. Are you people fucking retarded? That's not a rhetorical question. I literally want you to email me back telling me if you're mentally slow. So I can make sure you don't go to any more nighttime events. If Sigma Nu openly said, yeah, we're going to invite Zeta over, would you be happy? Would you? No, you wouldn't. So why the fuck would you do it to them? In front of them. First of all, you shouldn't be post-gaming at other frats. I don't give a fuck if your boyfriend is in it, if your brother is in it, or if your entire family is in that frat. You don't go. You don't go. This is like... And you especially... Makes me think of like... You're 20 years old. Like, this is just the most important thing in the world. Oh, you know, like, it's just like... Like... I don't know. I'm sure this person now just like if they're out of school, they're not lo- no longer like. I think this lady has management written all over. Yeah, she knows how to get people in line. I'm like, like this. This was so important at this time, but like two years later, like nobody's gonna give two shits about like anything that happened. Oh well, she had to step down all that shit because it's oh, really? viral. But I think it's like I, know, I like it. She's entertaining. I like that where she says, "Are you retarded?" No, seriously. I want you to write me a fucking letter. Like, do fucking not convince other girls to leave with you. But Rebecca, you say, in a whiny little bitch voice, read this email. I've been cheering on our teams at all the sports. Doesn't that count for something? No, you stupid fucking ass ass. It fucking doesn't. You want to know fucking why, do you? It doesn't count because you've been fucking up at sober fucking events, too. I've not only gotten texts about people being fucking weird at sports. For example, being stupid shits and saying stuff like, Duh, what's kickball? <laughs> but I've gotten texts about people actually cheering for the opposing team. The opposing fucking Are you fucking stupid? I mean, come on. I don't give a shit about sportsmanship. You cheer for our goddamn team and not the other one. Have you never been to a sports game? Are you fucking blind? I will fucking cunt punt the next one. And I don't give a fuck if you are so army. We I will that. fucking assault you. It don't matter to me. Now, if this email applies to you in any way, meaning if you're a little asswipe that stands <laughs> in the corners at night, or if you're weird shit that does weird shit during the day, <laughs> this following message is for you. Do not go to tonight's event. I'm not fucking kidding. Don't go. Seriously. I swear to fucking me. If I see anyone being a goddamn boner at tonight's event, I will tell you to leave even if you're sober. I'm not even kidding. Try me. And for those of you who are offended at this email, I would apologize, but I really don't give a fuck. Go fuck yourself. So what do you think? Yeah, I like the last thing in there. Go fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. I need to put that as a thing on my email. So yeah. Like, this automatically says that. <laughs> it's a go fuck it. It's a good <laughs> sign-off. Uh, you know what? It makes it even better when it's like women that do that type of stuff. Yeah. It's so much funnier well, to hear them. We've joked around. Like we've joked around a little bit today. You know, we've said some kind of things like when men are men. But, you know, 
We I both are fathers and daughters, you know, and I think that women should be able to cuss and write things just like men oh. could write. I mean, if that was your little Natalie, the head of the sorority, and I mean, you kind of say easy a little bit, but you also say you're motivated. You're something I say, special. go fuck yourself. Yeah. You tell your brother to go fuck himself. He doesn't get ready for dinner, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a... Uh, I'm glad I didn't listen to that. Yeah, that yeah was I, and that's the same thing for me. If you got something good, I think oh, like it's so yeah. much better live and get the natural responses. Do we have anything else? I don't think so. I can't think of anything else. Well, that was a good podcast. Happy birthday. The, yeah, thanks. Didn't the, really do much. Yeah, anything special? That's you get, we're getting old. I know. I was hoping I was going to get a nice sending off in my 20s from Melissa, but he's in six, so kind of got screwed over there. But not even hand sending off. No, that's one other thing I noticed with uh, <clears throat> with Breaking Bad is like some of the stuff on Netflix is not on the actual show because like in the very first episode she gives him a handy. I don't know if you if you remember no. that. In Netflix she gives him like a hand job and the actual one that's on TV like he does it. She well, does that's it. the thing too is I don't know if they say fuck on. They don't. But there's a few clips that I've seen where they say fuck. I guess um, I heard that anything besides like ABC, NBC, CBS, the major networks. Like, and yeah, you can say whatever you want to. And show whatever you they, want to. Too. Yeah, and they shoot. I think all of them kind of self-police, but it's no, the same as HBO. Yeah, and it's the same as HBO, but HBO, I guess, doesn't have the sponsorship. Right. But well, I we were saying with that Uncle Fuckers from South Park, <clears throat> but there is that um, like they said shit or something. That was like the biggest deal in the world. Was, like yeah, what is that? Like comedy, like, like a hundred shit. Yeah, there. I know, like Comedy Central. I know, like after it was like nine or ten anyway. So it's like. I was like, oh my god, they're gonna get so much trouble. Like you said, I'm like, well, they can do whatever they want to, like, they can do whatever the fuck they want to do. But yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing is they can. But I guess those shows are so good anymore on all those channels. Yeah. I mean, you guess you almost don't need the sponsors. But right. All right. Well, next time we talk, we'll review the season finale of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Check us out on Stitcher. Give us thumbs up. Uh, please rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, Hit us up on Twitter at Twitter. Save Our City Pod. Or email us at SaveOurCityPodcast at Yahoo.com. Yeah, and like us on Facebook. We're, you know, we, any likes on there, we put the info on there. So. Yeah. Next, next episode is number 10. We're going to do something special for us, so you're going to want to tune in. We're going to a huge milestone. We're going to light some Double fireworks digits. off and yeah. all kinds of shit. Well, in the spirit of being a man, we're going to leave you with one of the manliest songs. This is from Orgasmo, the guy that did South Park, right. as you just... Yeah. Man, we're just bringing a lot of callbacks this yeah. out. This is a professional fucking... This is going to be a top ten. Yeah. All right, well, thank you, everybody. Uh, if anybody wants to send Brian any type of presents, that's accepted. You know, you go wish list on Amazon. He's yeah. got all kinds of stuff on there. Just email me, and I'll give you my, yeah, give my you, personal address. You know, just give him his... You know, wire it to his offshore accounts. Yeah. All right, good. Peace.